welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with Stephanie Z, where we talk all things faith, love, and healing. I'm so excited to have you as part of our extended family, and I really look forward to meeting you in person soon. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with myself, Stephanie Z. We are officially back for Femfield Fridays, fam. Now, interestingly, though, for Femfield Fridays, we have an amazing divine masculine man that is here who's going to have a conscious, beautiful, deep conversation with us here today. One of my amazing, beautiful past clients that's been in my world. We have continued to evolve our relationship over the last few years, and I'm so blessed to have him in my life. And I'm so excited for you to be able to hear his wisdom today. And we are going to take you on a beautiful journey around faith and spirituality and religion, because I feel like this is something that is coming up in the collective a lot. And the thing that I would say is to just keep a very open mind. You know, this is like, what is truth? You know, like I often say, what is truth? There is no real truth as what you believe. And this is just purely our perspectives from our own journey. So I just invite you to just open up your heart, open up your soul and welcome the beautiful Max Powers to the Soul Power Podcast. Yes, Stephanie, thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited to share. You have been instrumental in my growth and uh, in my my freedom from just like pain and suffering. So thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. And I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Firstly, I would love if you were able to start, I guess, our beautiful uh, conscious conversation of today with a little bit about yourself and your story and your journey. And we shall uh, let this uh, flow in whatever way um, it is meant to. But I know you're big on, you know, I'm big on setting intentions and uh, prayer. Uh, So would you like to at all uh, guide us in a beautiful prayer to start? Yes, please. I would love to. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. We give you all the honor, glory, and praise. Thank you for this opportunity to share today. Thank you for Stephanie. Thank you for the blessing that she is in my life. Father God, you didn't uh, let us meet by accident, but it was on purpose for a purpose. So I just thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the blessing that she is, that she gets to impact so many people and share your love and your light to them through her. So thank you for uh, guiding her in that way, Father God. Um, I just uh, ask God that you'd speak through me today as I get to share. I don't want it to be about me. Uh, this is not for my ego. This is not anything about me. As Psalm 151 says, 1 says, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name goes all the glory for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. So I just hope people get to experience you and your love and uh, your mercy and your grace. And they get a holy curiosity that just maybe will guide them back to you. So this is for you, God. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, God, for Stephanie. Thank you for this opportunity. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. So please uh, open your beautiful heart and share a little bit about your journey because you have such an incredible journey and it's been a, it's like a roller coaster, right? All of us go on a roller coaster. So I would love if you were able to share a little bit more. Sure. Well, I could answer that in a very long-winded way or a short version. So I'll give you the elevator uh, (laughs) speech first, and then you can, you know, guide us through conversation to whatever area you want to open up more on. So I was raised in Michigan, United States, 
raised in a Catholic church, uh, pretty standard upbringing, healthy, happy family, one brother, two sisters, played sports, uh, parents are still married. Went to college, started experimenting, kind of just discovering life on my own, met some people that uh, did church a different way, more like a, a modern Christianity version and ran businesses. So I wanted to own a business and go to church uh, with those guys. Um, got married, young age, 23, went in the military. She came with me on that adventure, um, ran into uh, some issues with uh, bipolar and mental health. Um, we ended up getting divorced at 30, out of the army, divorced, and this kind of new sense of like freedom. Um, and I started exploring the world and I had five years, basically did whatever I wanted to do. Uh, business grew, made money, and I spent it all on plane tickets and um, partying and all that. Got to the point where I kind of experienced everything I wanted to. Living in a high rise in Tampa, uh, made more money than I ever thought I would. And with all the highs I was chasing, they were paired with the most despair I could ever imagine. Um, and I just prayed. I cried out to God. I asked him to transform my heart. I knew something had to change. I said, I want to keep doing these things, but I know where that's going to lead. It's going to lead to jumping off this balcony one day, this one that people can't see on this podcast, but you can see on the video. And um, he changed my life through people like you. I believe God answers prayers through relationship, through people. A life change happens in the context of relationships. So he worked through you. Um, and others that I met here in Tampa brought me back to church, got in groups, got in community, started serving. And, um, and through that today, I have more fulfilling relationships than I ever have had in my entire life. I have fulfillment and purpose and mission. And um, I am so grateful for just the relationship I have with God, the relationship I have with people here and the purpose that he's given me. There's a song that says, it's your breath in our lungs and I truly believe it's his breath in my lungs because there's a version of the story where I'm dead. And I'm just thankful I get to live the version that I'm still alive today. And I get to have a positive impact on people. So um, there you go. <laughs> I actually forgot that you were married. You just, I forgot. I actually forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So can I ask, so, so 30 divorced, 35, you kind of got to that point of despair. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's when I believe you found Tony Robbins. And then uh, I don't even know how we even, we, we weren't even at the same event. Somehow we just energetically connected. This is like, somehow there was like a post I did or something and we just randomly connected. I remember. <laughs> I like remember. That piece? Yeah, you matched with me on Tinder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That just in like three things. I am not on Tinder. <laughs> Me neither. I'm totally joking. There's, I want to there's nothing, there's, nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with people if they do that. I know a couple that met on there. They got married. I think they're still married today. But I'm joking. I don't have that. You don't have that. But um, no, I went to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. And then through the Facebook community, we uh, connected. That's right. Somehow. Like, yeah. I don't know if I was actually live on that, that event. I can't even remember. Mm, anyways. 
it was a beautiful connection. And so how yeah. long ago was actually that? I'm just trying to like, you've turned so a year much. And a half. Yeah. And I remember that conversation, like, and you were really clear on what you were desiring and mm-hmm. you were ready to go all in. And I think this is the biggest piece. And this is something that I really respect about you and, and you know, admire about you is Many people will often say that they desire something and then they don't put their money where their mouth is or, you know, they don't walk their talk. And again, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And, you know, there was key things like you started getting, you know, investing in personal development and going to these experiences to be around high vibrational people and getting, you know, coaching support with, you know, certain things like habits and behaviors and beliefs that you knew weren't serving you anymore. And you put in the work and then you started going to church more and then you were, you know, serving um, at the church. Like, yeah, I believe that you were also supporting groups on uh, Sundays for memory. You were yeah. Going, Sundays, you were going there and support. Yeah. And what was yeah. that? Yeah, it start, it, I think it started with, um, well, I mean, it, it all kind of happened at once. Coming out of it, I just started saying yes to everything. Um, I signed up for a small group that just had a deeper study in the Bible and, like, the way the this church kind of studies the Bible. And then I got involved with, um, they were launching a new location. And I remember hearing them announce, we're going to launch this new location. It was like 35 minutes away from where I live. And there's one five minutes from where I live. But my first thought was, you know, I'm not doing that. And then the second thought was something I picked up from Tony. Um, and it was, uh, if there's an opportunity for me to serve, give and contribute and add value, and I can, then I'm going to say yes, regardless of what's in it for me. And of anybody that could help start that new location, I'm the one with the least excuses, not married, no kids, control my schedule. So like that all happened in my head in an instant. And I was like, dang it. So I raised my hand. (laughs) So I helped them uh, launch the location. I started a group because I saw there was missing a group for just single 30-something-year-olds. You know, they had the young adults group. They had married uh, groups, but they didn't have this group for this 30-something-year-old person that, like me, it was either hanging out with people at the bar or hanging out by myself, no in between. So I wanted to create a group for people that wanted to hang out, and it had it didn't have to revolve around alcohol. Um, and we had similar beliefs and values. So I made that group, but I wanted it to have purpose. So we found different volunteer and serve opportunities like feeding the homeless, uh, cleaning up beaches, and we would just show up with a bunch of people. We would make our own events um, and then show up to events. And um, I got to mention names. I got to give credit to people that helped along the way. Um, I met uh, Nikki Echenique. She her passion was for cleaning beaches and I just made this group and I'm like, cool, let's collaborate. I believe we accomplish more collaboration than we do by ourselves. So that was the first serve opportunity. We showed up with 10 people to clean up a beach and she uh, organized that. And now a year later, we just had an outreach event this Saturday, over a hundred people showed up and only half go to the church. The other half were people literally telling me I've been praying for something like this. I need community. I need friends. And I was wanting to break down crying, man. (laughs) So good. Just on that, you know, it's so true. Like 
that a, a lot of with connection, you know, and there's like, there's a few friends of mine, you know, back home that are going through divorces at the moment, you know, and, and some like myself that are single and there, there is that like in between stage of like, you know, you don't want to go out and in, into a club anymore, but you don't want to necessarily be at home. And it's like, if you're able to do something that is of service, like you, you feel so fulfilled. And I think that when we're able to focus outwardly, like we focus on, you know, that there's someone else out there that could actually utilize our support right now, it helps us to end that suffering. Because a lot of us sometimes, you know, when uh, when we get into suffering, we're focusing on the self and we've all done it at times, myself included, and doesn't matter how much inner work you've done, you have those moments it's part of life, right? It's it's how we grow and how we evolve and how we uh, strengthen out the beauty of our heart. But one thing that I wanted to ask you, you know, I think there is this misconception of, how do I explain it? Religion and churches and uh, spirituality, like I do really believe that religion is separate to spirituality. My personal belief with spirituality is it's your own connection to yourself and to your creator, whether that is God, whether that is Buddha, whether that is Allah, like I am all of the belief that, you know, why would our creator, God, uh, give us the, you know, the the magic of this amazing thing called an imagination and a mind if we weren't meant to experience life differently? Like how boring would it be if every single person was like, this is all that I believe and that is all there is. Like it actually creates diversity. It creates variety. It creates you know, like, I think the biggest thing is that most people don't want to hear someone else's point of view. And so there's this thing of like, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. Which is the ego. But when you're able to actually not need to listen to reply, you're able to actually listen with an open heart and get curious. Like we said at the beginning of this conversation, like, this is not about what you believe, what I believe. It's about like, let's just have this open, beautiful conversation. And if you get curious and you can grow from that, then our job is done. Yes, I love that. So I want to make sure I understood everything you said in the, <laughs> in the main point too. It sounds like um, you said uh, spirituality and religion, right? Religion's one thing, spirituality is a different thing. And we're all created to connect to God in a way. And we don't want necessarily to be told what to do or how to think. Mm. And like he gave us this imagination for a purpose. That wasn't an accident. Mm. this is like you know something so I want to talk about Re- at new age so I know that you are a Reiki 2 master you reminded me that at the beginning of the call so I want to come back not a master, oh, not a master. <laughs> just level two just level just just level two I love it but you're <laughs> level two Reiki master I'm just gonna add that in but I I you know there's a, a so how do I explain it there's so many different healing modalities out there And, you know, I reflect on my life and I'm like, I honestly believe like everything does work. Like everything works if you believe it. Like, and there's different things for different stages of your evolution and growth. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that say that new age is the devil or the new age is Satan or the new age is this. And it's interesting because there's some people that I know that are very, they go to church, right? And they are like, Oh, like I'm, I've got Oracle cards and I have crystals and I go and get Reiki and I'm like full blown going to church. I love it. You know, and I think a lot of people like to go a lot for community and, and worship. Right. 
but I'm curious to know like what your perspective is being someone that is quite immersed in going to church. You're smiling a lot. So I'm curious to know your perspective. <laughs> this is, I think, what no, most people don't want to go because they some people try and put people into a, a square peg, right, like a box. Yeah. The timing is impeccable because we just <laughs> talked about this on Sunday in a church. <laughs> Like <clears throat> half the things you just mentioned, we talked about. So first and foremost, one, um, what you said, part of what you said, I, I agree with, right? Like the spirituality and, and religion. Um, so I see it as we are a spirit, we have a soul and we have a body. Our spirit is what's connected to God. That's what's eternal. Um, and that's how we communicate, right? With God. And we're led by our body or our soul or our spirit and what you feed most is what's going to lead you. So I fed my body most and it led me to take steroids, go out to the bars, drinking, just always trying to please my flesh, just carnal desires all the time, uh, anger, frustration, selfishness. And when I started starving that and feeding my spirit, I felt peace and joy. And I got to, process forgiveness like even for myself and i felt as i fed my spirit more i was able to communicate with god like actually pray and hear from god like straight download every morning god what do you want me to do today there's an answer it's incredible um religion and this is my definition this is i don't so take it for what it is but religion is man's translation of spirit so like I'm just a dude, but I can tell you what I think. And if you take that as gospel, then that's on you. Like, it's not gospel. I just interpreted it and I said it. And that's just me. I'm a guy. So religion, even every church uh, is ran by a person, not God. So they're going to be imperfect. Um, and there are some that are very judgmental and you're wrong. Uh, and there's some that are like, hey, Anything goes, whatever goes. And I think in any religion, you can find that too. Most, I think every religion is tied together in the sense that if you get to the heart of their doctrine, it's love. God is love. And um, you want to get closer to to God. The difference that I found, Mm -hmm. and again, I could be wrong. This is just what I found, is in most religions, you get closer to God by becoming better, uh, doing more work or, or studying the scriptures more and better and harder. Um, the thing that I appreciate the most, I think about Christianity. And again, it's not right or wrong. It's just what I found is the, I, the, the, the prize that you're going for that relationship with God is actually given as a free gift from day one. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to achieve it because it, it's actually impossible for you to become perfect enough to, you know, earn your way in, into heaven because we're, we're, we're humans. We've all sinned. We've all messed up and, and we always will because we're imperfect. So Jesus, this is the whole premise of Christianity. Jesus died on the cross. He, was, he came, he was born. He lived as a man, sinless. He was perfect. He was the perfect sacrifice once and for all, pay the price for our sins. So that through him, if we believe in him and we confess with the mouth that we believe him and we love him and we want to live our life for him, then when we die, God sees his uh, name over ours, and now we have you know access to heaven. So it's a free gift, 
And then if your heart is in it, you will want to become better the rest of your life, not to earn anything else, but just because you're so thankful for this gift of eternal life with God in heaven that like out of my heart, I just want to love more and uh, love. Yeah. Just love more. So it's not a, uh, it's not a um, law and this hard, rigorous thing. It's just, if you're living that way, you're going to be loving and accepting and, you, and you're going to want people to experience the same love that you get to experience. Um, so that is the difference between spirituality yeah. and religion. So spirituality is between you and God and religion is kind of man's interpretation of it. That's what I found in my exploration of it. And I never want to like, tell somebody this is the right way you're wrong ever ever but i'll just encourage have you prayed for yourself or have you read the bible for yourself without somebody else telling you what to believe and i think that's an experience that a lot of people have not had is just doing it for themselves mm. and yeah mm. i feel like i'm rambling no, no. I, you know, I always find these, you know, conversations interesting and I will share because I'm sure there's some people that are listening to this right now that are curious. Uh, but early on in my journey, like it used to trigger me because I didn't come from a family that was religious. Like my dad is uh, was raised Catholic. My mom is Presbyterian. And then I was baptized as Church of England. And I didn't even really know what that meant until I went to a Catholic church here on the Gold Coast. And I'm like, what does this even mean? Uh, and I definitely, unfortunately, um, think that some things happened to my dad early on in his journey, which then unfortunately deterred him from his path with God or, you know, creator. And um, so I think that our own personal journey, you know, like and then it led my family to to being pulled away from it in a way. But then I, I kind of growing up was very, what really helped me is I, my dad used to talk about the universe and would explain the stars and the planets. And he'd be like, Stephanie, there's millions and billions of suns out in, out in the universe. And I was like, well, and we have one sun to our solar system. And that used to just be like, what? Millions and yeah. billions of suns. And I'm like, how can you think that we're the only ones here? Like that used to, that used to make me go, there's something else out here. And so along my journey, like early on, um, I'm going to get really vulnerable here for a second, but I definitely have, I smell things, I've seen things. And early on when I was a teenager, I sort of shut it off and I was like, okay, like I'm a little bit like freaked out about it this at the moment, but I would, you know, connect to Oracle cards and um, had crystals early on. And like, that was sort of my little way of setting intentions and, you know, like getting my foot in the door of like believing in something more. And then as I've grown and evolved, I've strengthened my relationship through my own, uh, through my own um, experiences. And you may know some of my story of, you know, um, I call it a download, like it, it, it's, it's the divine, it's God, it's your archangels, or it's your, you know, your spirit guides, like whatever you want to call it. But I hear downloads and it's like another voice that comes in that I know is not mine. Um, and so, you know, like I did some, um, sessions with two different groups yesterday and I'm like, I'm just getting a download and a download is, it's like, I'll be speaking like this right now. And then something just comes in completely left a field. And then I'm like, oh, I'm picking it up. But it's because like what you said in the beginning, we've offered ourselves to utilize our free will. And so mm -hmm. in my journey, I was getting a lot of downloads, but I couldn't quite understand it. And because my ego, the dark dog, 
I often talk about the dark dog and the white dog. You might remember me talking about this, like which one are you feeding the negative or the positive? Whenever I would hear that positive voice come in, like the download that would try to guide me, I would shove it down and ignore it because my ego or my the dark dog had been fed so much that I was like, oh, this is like crazy or like what is going on because I didn't understand it at the yeah. time. And then I had my accident in 2017 and I had always knew that I was meant to be doing what I'm doing now. I saw it. I felt it. I knew it. And then when I was, and this is often what happens, you know, like I got into a crisis of, you know, almost becoming a quadriplegic and laying on the floor of the bus thinking like, this is my fate. Like I'm, I'm just meant to be a quadriplegic and this is my journey of supporting people and helping them along their journey. And I remember laying on the floor of the bus before I, you know, felt my body. And at the time I believed in the universe, but at, in that moment I just prayed to God and I was like, please, God, please, God, like if I can feel like I promise I'll never stop trying until I achieve my mission that you placed on my heart. And then I could feel. And then there were these moments along my journey of, you know, like kind of like what you went through of like moments of despair and we often talk about the pain body of like, having so much success and generating a million dollars in my business and $50,000 months and impacting almost, you know, 800,000 lives and all of these things. And then I realized that so much of what I was building was in the external and it was uh, my identity was caught up in success, achievement, you know, mm-hmm. um, the sat- like status, like all of these external things. And I feel like God really humbled me and I feel like there was a really big shift over the last few years in the collective, like you've been going through of anything that was built inauthentically from a place of external from us. Not that there wasn't that service in us because there was, but anything that was built externally that was built from a place of external power, as opposed to our internal personal power or authentic power crumbled away. And when you are in those moments, when you, you, you know, often you break down to break through, you are, having an identity crisis of letting an old version of you die to be rebirthed. And in those moments is when you do really go back to the only thing you can, which is believing in something much greater than yourself. And then realizing that actually it's not me as the human that is controlling everything. There's something so much more than me. And that's really what led me even deeper to connect with God and where I finally got into a place of truly believing that, but I had to go through that myself. Like, and so anyone that's listening right now, you might be not even anywhere near this, or you may be. And like, your journey is perfect for you. Like your journey is made for you. And this just might be another breadcrumb on the journey of your, your growth and your evolution to, to coming home or whatever that is for you. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) I I appreciate so much my um my years where I kind of was off on my own because even though there's a lot of pain and suffering that came from it, it also gave me the ability to understand and empathize and and relate to people outside of church. Um because I was raised in it and then the people I ran with in my twenties was all Jesus and I was very judgmental. Um, and uh, in my 30s, I, I drank, I partied, you know, did drugs. Um, I was never like, I was always a good person. 
um, very giving, even giving <laughs> drinks and drugs and stuff. But um, but in the army and then traveling the world and meeting people, I was able to understand different cultures and belief systems and why people did what they did. And that's when I met um, an ex-girlfriend who lived in Manhattan and she was a Reiki master. And uh, I wanted to learn about it so I could better understand her. Um, I still, even even though I wasn't going to church, I still prayed uh, to God, you know, in the name of Jesus every day. I just, that's just, I never lost that. But I wasn't like a good ambassador for his, you know, uh, as a good Christian. But um, but I, so I went through the Reiki level one, Reiki level two to learn about it for her. And it was interesting because um, when I was going through the training, I forget if it was one, level one or two, but they lead you through this meditation where you see your spirit guides, I think is what they called it. It's been a while now and I haven't practiced in a long time. So I forgot, but um, I was like, God, I know this is different, but I know you're going to show up. And when I got to like the top of this mountain or whatever, and you see your spirit guides, it was literally like, I can't explain how the the visual representation of it. Um, but, it, but I just knew it was God jesus and the holy spirit <laughs> like the trinity that was my spirit guy. <laughs> i just start laughing out loud i'm like of course of course that's who it is <laughs> it was just it was pretty funny but um so yeah i've had experience with that i don't practice it anymore and um and again it's just my perspective it's what i've learned it's it's what i believe you know is true and and what i've read in the bible is that like um, yeah, all that stuff is real. There's no argument of whether it's real or not, but, um, I don't believe that Satan is going to convince somebody to go from good to bad. Cause he just shows up and he like convinces you to become a bad person, but he's in, he, he's a pro at deception and deception is different from a lie. A lie. You're like, man, I can totally tell this person's lying to me and I can feel it. And they're out to get me. Deception is, you like me, you trust me and you believe me, but I'm just a little bit off because I have an ulterior motive. And so like deception is where the enemy is going to tell you, Hey, all these things are really good and it makes you feel good. And it seems good, but it's just enough off that it's going to cause you to miss the most important thing. And that's in skipping all that stuff and just having a direct relationship with God um because that stuff is you're gonna have more faith in that stuff than you're gonna have in god and now that stuff becomes your god that becomes your idol if i don't have the crystal or if i don't do it reiki's way or buddha's way then then it, then it's not real or it's not enough your faith is in those things instead of actually just god the creator of the universe he's el shaddai he's god almighty he made the whole thing and you actually get to have a relationship directly with him um you don't have to go through and this is like the the piece of the conversation that like I find so interesting and I I 100% understand that and agree with that bit like when people worship things uh as opposed to going directly to the source yes I my this is my personal belief again which I love this conversation for this reason right this is also I'm having a mind pop here I'm like oh this is interesting I'm trying this on I'm like okay 
where and I also feel like for anyone listening like I feel like in society we've moved away from having any courageous conversations where I don't want to use the word conflict because we, 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 we don't have conversations like that but most people if there's an opposing opinion again there's this feeling of I've got to be right I've got to be right rather than like why can't we have like a courageous conversation and actually hear each other out to understand like you just sharing what you've shared has made me grow and made me go oh my goodness like that makes sense I've never really heard it in that way my thing is let's say uh, like we use Reiki as an example for anyone that doesn't know it's like an energy clearing let's say because we you know have a mental body emotional body spiritual body physical body uh, etheric body all the things right again if you believe that which I do but um, it's an, a modality that can be used but not necessarily worshiping it worshiping worshiping it as the almighty whereas some people may use crystals or oracle cards as like their main source as opposed to going to the source but my thing is I don't feel like I would have ever gotten closer to my relationship with God if I hadn't had certain those pieces along the way. Like I actually feel like they led me to God. And so when yeah. sometimes this is where I get a little bit confused with things because I'm like I feel like so many things have been like little breadcrumbs that have led me to that which gave me strength and then I would have downloads or I would have experiences or I'd have signs and I'm like, you just can't make this stuff up. And it just felt like it was just leading me further and further and further to him and to that journey. But early on, like, yeah, like these types of conversations would have triggered me because my belief system was so, so different. But I often think I'm like, if someone is out there and they are supporting someone to heal in some way or it does make them happier or they they do get back on track a little bit more. I'm like, is that not a good thing? You know, like if someone was in suffering or pain, like are we not here as a way to to be of service? That's where I get a little bit like uncertain sometimes with the way that people are like, no, it's not that way at all. I'm like, if we're actually helping each other and supporting each other in some way, um, is that not what we're here for? Yeah. Wow. You said so much. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right, happiness, debate, and um, and using everything to lead you closer to God. Okay, yes, I love these conversations too because it seems like people are more prone to argue and debate when they have opposing viewpoints. And I feel like that comes from a place of fear. They're afraid to be wrong. They're, they're afraid they don't understand. I just love listening to listen, not listening to respond, to really understand what the other person's saying. Again, me understanding you, that it doesn't mean I changed my mind and I agree with you. And now you're right. It's just I want to understand what you believe and why you believe it. That's true empathy. Um, and that's the, the only way we're ever going to grow individually and together is by understanding each other. Um, so I love that compassion and empathy and conversation is way more fulfilling and effective and powerful i think that's the point it's not debating and arguing no one ever, is ever going to accomplish anything with that um we're going to get to happiness but we got to stop with the breadcrumbs along the way all these things you said like they led you closer to god and it's so crazy like nothing happens that um he doesn't let anything it's it's so, this is such a touchy subject man because like what i'm thinking of is 
children dying, like terrible things happening that you go, if God was real, why would he let something like this happen? And look, we live in a fallen world. Like we live in a fallen world. Bad things are going to happen. We can't help it. The beautiful thing is we at least get to interact with God amidst all that. And we get to experience his peace and joy, love and happiness through that. So there's a purpose to all the pain and there's a purpose to everything that happens. He causes all things to come together to work. He causes all things to work together for the good of those that love him. So your experiences led you closer to God. Somebody else could have been, and this is terrible, like even through death and, 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 and rape and like crazy things like those can, those circumstances through those, you can be led to certain people in certain situations where you get closer to God and he reveals to you a bigger purpose that the pain leads to you impacting and helping hundreds and thousands and maybe millions of people. Um, I was led back to a relationship with God through meeting a girl at a party at a concert where there's drugs and alcohol. Like, so he, yeah, he could use anything and everything. It's like, but I did these things, but it got me closer to God. Yeah. He's going to use everything to lead you, to lead you back to him. And the cool thing is now through those experiences, I can relate to that many more people instead of in the past, I would have been judgmental. Like I couldn't understand why somebody would ever do anything like that. And I wouldn't even, be able to talk to them now. I I can, I can totally understand because I did it. And I was curious too. And here's what I found the happiness part. All right. You have something to say. No, sorry, sorry. I, I wrote it down. So we don't forget this happiness piece. I just wanted to like, con- I love this conversation. I just wanted to continue on about what you were going to say about, you know, the partying and the drugs. Cause you also know my story. There was partying and drugs and all the things, but you know, there's this thing called polarity and duality in life, which sometimes we go one way and then it leads us to the opposite. So how do you know the light if you don't know the dark? Like it's, it's, you know, otherwise you're walking this, like trying to be this perfect human. And it's like, we're here to grow and evolve. And like what you're saying, I do feel like that we are here to serve uh, at, you know, when you get to a point along your journey where you've, you know, like gone inwards and taken ownership of your life and responsibility and you know you've chosen to heal yourself that you will get to a point where you just want to serve and to be able to impact more lives we have to be able to relate to more people like exactly what you're saying like I definitely know with my journey with God like there was there was moments where it felt like everything got stripped away and it's like there's not much else left except to cling on to something like your faith something more than yourself and I think it's you know we can sometimes in our materialistic world we can very much like even more of what's happening in the collective at the moment which is why I feel like this awakening is happening it's like popcorn it's like rapid fire like it just feels like everyone is awakening and transcending so quickly and I feel like it's because you know we've very much got way, 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 way uh, stuck and uh, focused on the external realm and materialism. And there's nothing wrong with having a beautiful life. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I think it's like, if we make it like what you were saying before about worshiping, if you worship money as the almighty, or if you worship having a gazillion houses or all of these other things, and you miss the point, you're never going to be truly fulfilled. So it's, you know, anyone can live the life that they desire, but it's like, what do you want most? And I want to live a life of fulfillment 
uh, which comes from growth and contribution. And that comes from loving the self and loving God and loving one another. Like that's really uh, where that, that comes from. Mm. I love that. Uh, that's such a great way to bring it back to the happiness point too, right? I lived a long time thinking happiness was the most important thing. And that's what led me to like, I had the six figures, the super bottle looking woman, the six pack and all that stuff. And I was miserable. Like I, I, I would, there were, I, I remember saying all the time, I love my life. This is great. But it was like on the way to the high. And I was like, I was living high to high to high, like high moment to high moment. Um, and at Tony Robbins, I realized how selfishly I was living. Mm-hmm. Everything was through the filter of what's in it for me. Like, is that going to make me happy? I'll do that if it makes me happy. I'll serve, I'll volunteer one day. But right now I'm going to, take care of me when I have fun. And then I flipped it for if there's an opportunity to serve, give, contribute, add value that I have to. And the more I just, regardless of what's in it for me, and the more I operated that way, the more moments I got to experience of like genuine, just giving and where is that going? Um, That led to relationships that led to, contribution and growth and in contributing and growing with the relationships all of this by the way this was like let me back up real quick i'm on my floor in my apartment i want to die i cry out god you gotta transform my heart he led me to go to tony robbins and then um i was already back in church but he led me to go to Tony Robbins, which coming out of that is when I was like, I'm saying yes to everything. I'm serving, I'm volunteering, I'm contributing, I'm starting groups, all of it. And then through the context of those relationships, that's where God really like, like shredded my heart and just reformed it. Um, so then, as we know, there's six, what six basic human needs, significance. Um, you're probably better at this part than I am. Certainty. <clears throat> uncertainty, love and connection, significance. There are four primal needs, which we all meet. Uh, And the other two are the needs of the spirit, which is growth and contribution, which not everyone meets those two, but they, they give us the fulfillment. Yeah. So I realized I was chasing significance and love and connection. Um, And then different ways I got certainty and uncertainty, but um I swapped it. And instead of chasing those, which chasing those looked like I got to be the best looking guy. I have to be the most successful person. Um, I have to have the most attractive girl. The chasing growth and contribution, I was able to serve and contribute at a higher level with more people. And then by default, I got significance and love and connection because I started getting affirmed by leaders for doing a good job and serving and contributing. And I wasn't chasing that affirmation, but it came as a byproduct. And those moments meant a million times more than the wink from the girl or, you know, the big deal that I closed and got paid. Like I remember just praying with a random guy and we just felt the Holy spirit and I'm praying with them and I'm like crying, I'm choking up and I walked away just so 
excited. Like I felt like I was that Tony Robbins, like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. This is what it's about, man. This is what life's about. And I'm it just hit me. I'm like, I never once responded that way to a girl or a big deal that I closed, even for tens of thousands of dollars, like not even close. Um, so yeah, when I went all in with growth and contribution, then I was able to experience true happiness. And my, my growth and contribution was, it looked like this, Stephanie. Every morning I pray and I ask God, I tell him, I'm like, God, you know my desires that I think will make me happy. But even more than those, I want your will and your way for my life because I trust that your way is better than my way. Um, Isaiah 26, 3 to 4, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord, Lord himself. Um, he's the rock eternal. So like, as I trust him, he's going to keep my mind steadfast and I'm going to have peace. And, and then I'll ask him, like, what do you want me to do today? And sometimes he gives me an idea that doesn't make any sense for my business or like what I would want to do. And I'm like, okay, but <laughs> I, 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 but I put enough of those days together that I've, I've been led to operate in my purpose. And in these relationships, there's a fulfillment and a true happiness, a true joy that, I believe is only experienced in an intimate relationship with the God of the universe. And when you pursue him and you, you, you bring to him and you say, these are my, these are my desires. This is what I want. But even more than that, I want your will and your way for my life. He will lead you to the true happiness that you can't even imagine on your own. Oh yeah. There, there's another one. Um, first Corinthians two, nine. Uh, this is what the scriptures mean when they say, no, I as a, no, I has seen, no ears heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those that love him. When you pursue him as if you're pursuing somebody that you're madly in love with, he will lead you to the true purpose for your life and the true happiness that uh, you can't even come up with on your own. So the happiness is a byproduct yeah. of the relationship with God. Of course. I, come on. There was something that you, I love it. I was closing my eyes for <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. Uh, there was something that you just shared that I'm going to, which if I were to know, because I do know it's going to come back. I wrote some things down actually that you were sharing. I loved it. Uh, oh, about You're such a good listener. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a practice. I wasn't always like this. I used to want to listen to reply, right? That's, and even- We all do. Yeah. Even every now and then I'm like, oh, I'm like, but it's, it's presence. And the only way that you become a better listener is presence and the way you do that is by connecting with yourself by going inwards and and you've done the same right it's it's a it's a practice it's not something that we're born with we have to uh grow into it i guess uh definitely practice the thing that you said around um the yeah so going back to the connection and significance and uh growth and contribution it's like yeah most people uh, God, this, how, how do I explain this? I'm getting downloads left, right, and Sometimes throughout our life journey, we go along different roller coasters and there are, you know, a lot of our lessons do come from when we're in the shit. Like when we're at the bottom of the roller coaster and we're in the pit, a lot of the time we get a lot of our lessons there. I do believe as we grow and expand and we can hold more, mm -hmm. 
we don't need to let ourselves get to the depths of despair. You know, like I know you've mentioned about, you know, being on your floor and, you know, I've, I've had those moments of having like a death of the ego, death of the old self where I'm like, I feel like I'm literally dying right now. Like, let this just be over, you know, like, and I knew it was, it was having a rebirth. Like I knew that all of these, uh, past, uh, feelings or pain that I had was actually a, a shedding of, of myself. Like we were, were transcending to another uh, level within ourselves. But one thing that I wanted to share just so that um, anyone listening uh, can also hear this, something that I've come to understand with social media, which has been a really powerful thing. Mm. Most people that are very spiritual teachers they will reference the Bible in different ways. Like if you look at people early on in personal development, Jim Rohn, uh, Bob Proctor, even like Eckhart Tolle, like they they reference the Bible. And I'm like, this is interesting. Like most of them, when they started personal development, they actually were teaching a lot of what came from the Bible, which I never knew. And I was like, this is really interesting. And I'm like, all of these people that I love, I'm like, oh, okay they don't force it upon anyone but they mention it but if you go way back a lot of them you know like um there's a book uh think and grow uh, no sorry not yeah think and grow rich but um the power of positive thinking by vincent norman peel he references a whole book is about is about the bible uh and they you know a lot of us have been birthed on the back ends of these people that have done that work and then i feel like we're kind of going back to it it's quite interesting and then I started listening. You can call them famous people, but a lot of them, I've been listening to different people on Jay Shetty's podcast and even just snippets, but most people that are the top 0001% of the world, they are very highly conscious as in they've transcended to a certain level within themselves. And if we never had social media, we never used to know this. We used to just be like, oh my God, these people that are you talk about it being the top of the pyramid. I don't like that because I believe that everyone has power. We are equal power, but different, same power, but different. There's nothing different about them to you or to Max or to me. Like we're all the same. It's just our level of consciousness and, and the inner work that we are putting in. But I came to understand that I was like, oh, there's a certain level of consciousness that people have, which is how they feel about themselves, how they talk about themselves, the service that they have, you know, the the giving that they do, but we don't see a lot of that. But I started to notice that there's certain qualities. And I just found it really interesting with the personal development space that um, when I really started paying attention to certain people that were way back, that it all came from pretty much the Bible um, in different ways. And I was like, mm, this is quite interesting. Why do you think that is? Mm, that's a good question. Mm. Well, people are utilizing these the principles that were taught for thousands of years or hundreds of years, and they worked for them. And a lot of people that I look, I wouldn't say look up to, I don't like to put anyone on a pedestal, but people I'm inspired by, or in, I like your word, encouraged by, uh, I noticed that they all have their relationship with God uh, in their own unique way. Uh, and I think that's also supported me along my journey, which is why I felt called to invite you on and for us to have this conversation. I know there's going to be some people that have probably been triggered potentially by this conversation, um, potentially, 
And there's going to be some people that are like, I love this conversation, right? Um, some people that might have stopped listening. Some people that are like, oh, my God, are hanging on to every word. Some people that are just like, this is interesting. But it's like, you know, if we can be that person that's a bit of a guiding light um, in any way, again, but being respectful for everyone and their own beliefs, um, I think that's, right. that's what we're here for. Yeah. I really appreciate you, uh, the way you hold space. I feel so comfortable and free to share like uh, what I believe and, and what's on my mind without fear of like any sort of judgment or, well, it's not going to be okay if I say this or if I say Jesus name, is she going to like get it mad? Like it's totally cool. And I hope I hold the same space for everybody else. Like I would encourage anybody if they want to reach out, like I'm not, I hope I don't come across as like, if you don't believe what I believe, you're wrong. Like, this is the last thing I ever want to do. I always want to foster a healthy environment for conversation and understanding. Um, because, again, that's, I think, the enemy, he is for division. And so whatever he can do to divide people, he wins. Like, at, uh, just look at society. Wars, hate, anger, it all stems from division. So whatever I can do to counteract division with understanding, compassion, and love, um, that's what I'm here for. And so, yeah, I want people to engage in conversation in a healthy way. And even with me, like, I'm here for it. I'm it. for you. I'm not against you. <laughs> and the more that we can also display, I feel, uh, having these types of, you know, courageous, conscious conversations where we are showing an example of a way that you can have an open conversation with, I don't like the word opposing beliefs, that's not the right word, but um, where someone has a different belief system that that is different to you. Like the, the thing is that I've come to understand along the journey too, our beliefs change. And this is what I shared last night in one of the sessions that I that I held. I'm like, what is the truth? Like really, like because as we grow and evolve, I always describe it a bit like Tetris. It's like you learn something and another new piece like locks in and then it kind of transcends you to a certain point. And then you're like, well, hang on a second. You sometimes have to unlearn something and then learn something else that then locks in that transcends you to another level. And then sometimes later on, you're like, actually, that thing that I was believing back there, actually, that does serve me still. And you bring that another piece in. And so it's like this constant breaking down and breaking through and then re, you know, like, uh, having a rebirth almost, which is why now like I can so hold space for people's belief systems because I'm like everyone is on their own journey, everyone is growing in their own way and only God, creator, source knows what you are here for and and uh, no one else can can uh, can say, no one else can say anything about your own own journey because your journey is perfect for your own soul's evolution and growth for the lessons that you were meant to get in this lifetime. And that's probably the yeah, best. Perfect. Perfectly said. And if they would have been born in your body and experienced everything you experienced, they'd be feeling the same way and making the same decisions you are today. So like, who are they to compare or judge or anything like that? Um, you mentioned the books, a lot of the authors that you like, uh, a lot of that material kind of stems from the Bible. Um, I see that too. Like I've read, there's so many people out there that have read way more books than I have. Um, I I probably should have read way more than I have to this point. But I think I've read like 50 
different like self-development books and, and growth over the years. Um, and if I could boil it down to three, it would be the Bible <laughs> and Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. Such a life changer, man. Um, and then never split the difference. It's it's a negotiation book, but really it's a conversation. It's like that book has helped me understand. It's helped me develop an ability to communicate in a way where I actually get to understand the person I'm talking with, with empathy and compassion um, and patience. It's turned me into the best listener. Um, so that, but my encouragement was, yeah, a lot of the books, same. I've seen how they're, they're linked back to the Bible. And so just out of curiosity, it would be fun, I think. Have you ever just read the New Testament? Um, I've gone through parts of the Bible. I've gone through parts of it. But sometimes I've, I don't know if I don't, uh, I don't know what, I forget which one mine is called. But when I told um, a church that I was going to a little while ago, they said it was a bit harder to understand. Because I tried to yeah. understand it myself without doing a Bible study. And I was like, there's certain parts that I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. And other things I'm like, what the hell is this saying? Right? Like I've sat there. Uh, myself, yeah. and I'm, okay, I'll try to go to some things that I can like understand. And then it's interesting. I'll open a certain pages and I'm like, I totally was meant to hear that today. Like read that today. Yeah. Some parts made sense. Some parts were super confusing. Yeah. But some days you open it, you're like, that was perfect for today. That was for me. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love when that happens. Um, yeah. If if you're if you're curious about it, I think it would be a fun kind of experiment to like read through it. And I could tell you what version would be easier, where to start. But like if you do it with that intention, then as you read it through to completion, not the whole Bible. Like for starting out, you're going to get curious. lost in the sauce. The Old Testament would. Like that's a big, 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 big book. But um, New Testament read through. I think you just have fun. You'd be like, oh, this is where the author got this from that book that I love. And then you have the context as you read like a whole book instead of bits and pieces. And I would just love to have another conversation with you about it. Like from your perspective, like what you got out of it and what stood out. And even maybe like some parts that were like, dude, that was weird, super confusing. Can you explain it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my growth journey with it. It's it's yeah, like I'm I I know that there's a big part in my um evolution. Like I'm understanding that. Yeah, there's a big part. I'm under I can see, I can see the vision. Like I I I understand where my life is is heading. And um again, I am so grateful for you and this beautiful conversation. Uh, I've learned some things. I feel like I've grown, I've had some mind pops. And again, like our whole intention for this conversation is it's, it's a different conversation than I've really usually shared. And again, this is just, I always say like, it's like trying on a coat, like try on the coat. If it feels good, keep it on. Sometimes you may not even want to try on the coat and other times you might, you know, try it on and then take it off. Like this is about, you know, an exploration of your own journey and your own growth. And um, I'm so grateful for you um, being here, Max. Um, and I'm sure we're going to have another conversation, which will be amazing. I hope so. I'm super thankful, Stephanie. Again, I just want to reiterate how much of a difference you made in my life. That was a dark season, man. And again, I believe that there's a version of my life that played out where I, I am dead. I'm not here anymore. And you really helped me through that season. I'm going to start crying again. Um, <laughs> so thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. 
you're helping people end the pain and suffering cycles in their life and walking them into the purpose. So you are changing souls and that's going to go on to change generations. You're making a huge impact and um, God is so proud of you. He loves you so much. All right, fam. Well, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for being here and I'll speak to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my extended family. And if you would like to learn more about the Soul Circle and Soul Power Experience, there are links below in the description box for you to fill out. And as I always say, from my heart to your heart, I love you. Wanna show up?